been a while since we've done a podcast because of the quarantine. Here's one recorded before we all had to live in our houses. It's number 23. <laughs> so if I just hit go now, like I just did. It'll be a, record, it'll be a reward-based podcast. You say something funny, you get crumbled. You should also, you don't, you you fuck should also ask the people who, if they want to be on it before. I mean, technically, Owen is already on the podcast now because yes. you've said words. Yeah, I'm happy to be like in the room the podcast is in with like possibly saying basically what I've just said and that's it. Okay. If you don't say any more, you've said precisely 23 words. Oh. Were you actually counting? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I won't crumble, please. Sean, count for. <laughs> Sean doesn't listen to the show. Um, okay. I'm gonna cut this up into 23 pieces. <laughs> it's crumbled. That'll be very yeah. difficult. I would. I mean, I want a piece, you know, of this delicious crumble. Brigitte, are you happy being on the podcast? I'm 23. I have no choice. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. And with that as a way of preamble, welcome back to Heard You Saw. Um, I'm joined tonight by EJ, Hi. Shay, Hi. Morton, Hello. Brigitte, Hello. and Owen. Hello. And we just watched, Hello. is it the number 23? Yes. Yeah. The number 23 with Jim Carrey. Okay, so we will begin the show as ever with a round of one-line hot takes for newcomers to the podcast. This basically <laughs> means at the start of the show we all give a little one-line word or phrase or sequence of feelings. That are sum up our feeling on the film that we just watched. Morton will now demonstrate. Morton, your one-line hot take on the number twenty-three. It cut too deep because when I was younger, I was obsessed <laughs> with the digital clock in my room that I would wake up or like be able to go to sleep once twenty-two minutes past eleven. No, twenty-two minutes <laughs> past ten happened because that was twenty-two twenty-two. But then sometimes I would stay awake until five to eleven, which would be twenty-two fifty-five. And it would be a mirror image of it. That was way more in depth than your numbers. <laughs> I'm really worried about Megan now. <laughs> Did you kill Megan and then come here to watch this movie with us? Yeah. Did you direct this movie? Were you secret? Are you <laughs> Joel Schumacher? I am. This was Joel Schumacher the whole time. Yeah. You know that Joel Schumacher fucked a person for like a, every day, like, and this slept with thousands of people. What? I don't what? That. Yeah, it was some like story that he. Wait, he had sex with a person for every day? Yeah. Or as in, he's had sex with 365 people. He's had sex with 23,000 people. 23,000?! <laughs> I don't know if that's the amount. He's had sex with a lot of people. Sorry, this was a, this is not one. Is that your one-line hot take? No. That's a, that's a, that is an interesting fact about Slatan Ibrahimovic. He has scored a goal in the... in every minute of a match across the course of his career. I, I know why people don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> they come for our sports facts. <laughs> EJ, do you have a Red Sox-based one-line hot take? Yeah, I do. Okay, go for it. Genuinely, though. Go do it, yeah. So, at, like Morton, I used to be obsessed with the number five. And <laughs> one of the things I would see all the time is the number 23 and be like, it adds up to five. Jesus. And all the same for the I feel like reverse this, 23 as well. I feel like this podcast is going to take a dark turn at some point. And I haven't killed anyone. I'm, that we know of. Yeah. Your, your past in America is a shady and mysterious beast. That's true. You could have done anything Even out I there. I don't know what happened there. It's true. Owen, do you have a one-line hot take about the number 23? Uh, pink. 
pink. Excellent. Oh, oh, so good. I forgot to say why that ties into the Red Sox. That, yeah, that, that's good. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> because yeah. my favorite player was Nomar Garcia Parra, and his, his number was five. So that was in the mid to late 90s. Excellent. Sports facts. Sports facts. Well, and also, I used to know his batting average on every single day. And I would always try to make the numbers add up to, like, something to do with five. Is it true that baseball is just for big numbers nerds? Yeah, but it doesn't really make sense why I like it, though. That's fair. Shay. Um, Your one-line hot take, please. Not Jim Carrey's worst film. What is Jim Carrey's worst film? Is it Mr. Is, Popper's Penguins? No, it's the 23rd film of his career. Which is? No, I have no idea. <laughs> um, his worst film... Oh, his, first, his worst film is The Majestic, directed by Frank Darabon, where... I've not seen that. I've seen that. Is that <laughs> I feel bad? like I have. Is it better is it or worse than this? It's no. wash up on a beach? Yeah, he washes up on, like, a beach or something like that. Yeah, it doesn't have it, any memory. It's worse than this just because it's so... At least this is bad. I mean, this was trying to be heartfelt. It failed. Remember when she said, if you're going to kill someone, then kill me. You know. But the Majestic's kind of like the notebook. Oh. Like small town America vibes. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, fair enough. Brigitte, your one line hot take on the number 23. Um, maybe don't paint your, be your living room red. Yeah. Excellent advice. Um, for for my one line hot take, I guess um, I didn't know anything about this film going into it, and I feel like it delivered on every level that I could have possibly wanted it to deliver on. It was it just it, what a fun time. So um, my one line hot take is I, <laughs> I at the beginning of this I said to everyone, hey, we could watch in her advice, black guy, white guy. One of the Vengeance trilogy films, or this film, it is your choice. And then and you, you advocated guys... for this really hard. No, I was like, so, well, was it our choice or was it Destiny? Oh, it was Destiny. Oh. Yeah. The numbers. Also, oh my god, the Majestic is his twenty-third film. Is it? Oh my yeah. fucking god! <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. Oh, that's great. I'm so Does happy. Does it have a two-point-three rating on IMDb? Uh, I don't know. Three? I'm not on IMDb. Um. I'll try to find out. Also, My... This was made in 2007. Yeah. What? Yeah. The lack of mobile phones then is surely inexcusable. Seven, take two. <laughs> <laughs> it's five. <laughs> yeah. Five. Oh, shit. Yeah. It all makes sense. It does make sense. Wait, what? EJ, yeah? do you know what's going to have to happen now? <laughs> oh, do I recap the film now? You've got to recap the oh, film. Yeah. Okay. Um, can you also hold the recording device just I guess so, so I can eat my crumble a little bit? I've never held the recording device before. It's a lot of pressure. We're breaking phone. They don't exist in these films. Yeah. We're breaking new ground. Um. Okay. I can't remember how this film how starts. How does it start? So, yeah. No, he's it, it the starts. Dog. Oh, he's it, a dog catcher. It's on his birthday. Yeah. Okay. So it starts with, it's, it's Jim Carrey's uh, 32nd birthday, Yes. and um, he's remembering Christmas, <laughs> and <laughs> uh, my he's, one re he's remembering the 23rd of December. I was going to say, my, my one-line hot take should have been, if a woman tries to sexually assault you in a bathroom, you have to let her, otherwise you'll kill people. Yeah, That's it the somehow rules. ties in every... 
altogether. Yeah, I don't know. He technically already killed. That's fair, actually, yeah. Yeah. You remember killing people. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> to, get, to get into the plot... <laughs> I was going to make like a he really slayed that party, I don't know, Yas Queen. Anyway, get the memories away. Continue, EJ, please. Yeah, um, I'll start then. So, <laughs> on the 23rd of December, he turns down one of his co-workers who tries to have sex with him, even though he's married. And that triggers a series of events that cascade into chaos. Uh, I'm not really sure why that happened. I think they were just trying to tie in the 23rd mm. of a month. Mm -hmm. And it really didn't need to occur. They were trying to make it seem like destiny. Yeah, it wasn't. On his birthday, he catches a dog and then fails when the dog bites him. Okay, and I, I, I do want to say why, why it's tied up. I, I, I know why it's tied up, but I just don't At the care. End. Well, because of the cake. Wait, the, oh, cake? the cake? What do you mean the, the cake? Yeah. Was that the Christmas cake? But both the Christmas cake is the what-if cake and also the meet-cute cake later on after. No, anyway, what do you mean so, the what-if so. cake? What is this what-if cake? <laughs> he, he does say, that famous narrative he does say, <laughs> I want two words on my tombstone, what if, what if I'd never done something with the cake? But the cake had no- he'd already murdered someone! He'd already murdered someone! It's not about whether he'd murdered them or not, it's about whether he remembers it. He could have just gone to chase a dog and then gotten bitten and the whole thing would have happened the same. Normally we do a thing where we say, hey, before we get into spoilers, would you watch, would you watch this film? No! <laughs> cool. Okay, please, one, please one. Continue. Okay, no, no, no. Okay, yeah. In order, like, okay. Here's the spoiler klaxon. Rare, rare. It's the spoiler klaxon. We haven't spoiled it because no one knows what it is. Yeah, yet. exactly. Well, also, repeatedly said that. Here's my question: no. Would you recommend watching this terrible movie no. from 2007? Yeah. Yes. A yes from Owen. Yes to Strong a group yes. setting. Wait, yes. Yes to a group setting. Great, Morton. No. Fair, Brigitte. Would you recommend this film? Yeah. Shay? No. <laughs> you did <Shay>. recommend it. <laughs> we literally are only watching this at your recommendation. You liar! I was so, Have so, you gaslit yourself? <laughs> if we peel away the walls, will we find you going, recommend it? Written in big letters. So at the beginning of this, <laughs> before I told everyone, uh, I said to everyone, it's like, you can ironically laugh at this film or. Don't what? be embarrassed. No, 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 no. You did not no, say no, that. You said you can ironically laugh at this film while unironically <laughs> coming to love it. No, I said, I said, I said, I said, I think I said, but don't be ashamed to unironically love it because I thought that's I unironically loved it. Yeah, I know. But now, I've ch oh, since watching it again, I've realised. No, <laughs> Movie. On DVD, yeah. This is from your bookshelf. I yeah. feel like this is one of the DVDs that you used to get free with a printer. <laughs> I'm, pre I'm pretty sure I bought this. Okay, I'm gonna have to drag us back on track, EJ. After dragging us off track? I, 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 did, I did very little like dragging. the dog was dragged in the collar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, he, he fails to catch a dog. Fails to catch a dog, the dog bites him. None of that, all of that could have been cut out. 
Maybe it was. <laughs> Maybe that's the uh, the uncut three minutes. That's how it was <sighs> I feel it was like a whole bunch of like that dude's butt that got cut. Maybe. Later on. But anyway. I don't know. Because he got bitten by the dog, he was yep. late to meet his wife, so she goes in a bookshop. Yeah. And then finds a book. It's called The Number 23. She starts reading it and is like, hey, you've never read books. And in fact, are very <laughs> against books as a concept. <laughs> You'd love this book. I'll buy it for you. So he starts reading this book. And the What's book... the book called, EJ? I already said The Number yeah, 23. You're not even listening. Who's it by? It's called, it's by, um, <laughs> Top Secrets. <laughs> Top Secrets. Top C, Space Crets. There we go, yeah. Wait, did you only just get that? Did you, wait, 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 did we just get pretty, only just getting Top Secrets? <laughs> we've been talking about this for the whole movie. Just, I thought Topsy was a funny name. <laughs> Excellent. We're learning about ourselves and the film as we go. It's by Topsy Kretz. What happens next, EJ? Uh, so he starts reading it, and it's about a guy named Fingerling. Literally, his name is Fingerling. And uh, his wife, Fabrizia? Fabrizia. He's maybe not his wife, his like, oh, yeah, girlfriend. His lady. And he's a detective, and he plays the saxophone. And, and, and he, he has tribal tattoos. Yeah, uh, and he like has sex with loads of people who are just like suicidal women. And... Oh yeah, something about I don't know. It just kind of goes into like a really weird, like digitized. Well, he like, meets he meets uh, the the suicide blonde. Yeah, I'm who... gonna try to explain this without it making sense. Okay. Because it doesn't. Dig in. <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm just gonna let you freestyle. Okay. I'm gonna freestyle and mi try to make this. I will only stop you if you tell oh, a direct no. lie. Yeah. So, he like witnesses several deaths and just. It really is kind of just pointless because he's a detective but he's like what who's calling him there you know i don't know who cares so none of that matters he's just reading the book and he's like boy this guy is my whole life is in this book <laughs> something the about like was always greeter on the other side yeah he like chases a dog into an old abandoned house that a widow lives in but she's like committed suicide and he's like oh fuck that happened to me when i was eight too and then he starts seeing the number 23 everywhere and he's really reaching a lot. We get a lot <laughs> of like Including the, the number thirty-two was just the number twenty-three backwards. But it's like no, it's actually a different, different number. number completely. It is a different number completely. Twenty-three reversed. Every yeah. time, every so many times. Twenty-three reversed. Oh my god. Reverse twenty-three. It's almost like the number is the actual number thirty-two and twenty-three. Is thirty-two <laughs> reversed. It's all a decoy. <laughs> if you had, if you had twenty-three cherries and you had thirty-two cherries, it wouldn't be twenty-three reversed cherries. <laughs> It should be a different number! Morton, what is a reverse cherry? <laughs> it's what got cut in the three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Thank you. Um, uh, yeah, so let's skip ahead because uh, some a bunch of whole shit is going on in like Act 1 and 2 and none of it really matters because it's all just a guy being like, The 23! It's everywhere! And everyone being like, Oh, shit, you're right. But also, are you? And then... <laughs> It's like a Tory minister trying to explain how many nurses we'll have in five years. Time. Oh, topical oh. humour. Kind of. I mean, that was an old story, but Shut I like it. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you don't know when we're recording. And by that, I mean we'll have 23 nurses in five years' time. Yeah. Please help. Five. Um. <laughs> oh! <laughs> um, okay, so eventually, he and his son start circling all the 23rd words... 
of, uh, of, of the 23rd page, and it's like, go to the park and look under the 23rd step and you'll dig something up, Sparrow Man. And they're like, cool, let's do it. <laughs> but this is, is after... <laughs> after they mail 23 enormous boxes <laughs> full yeah. of packing snow can i ask a question i get the, I, get the, I get the reason for the huge boxes now actually because like small boxes ignorable big boxes we've got nowhere to store them hello there we need you to come down to get rid of the boxes i yeah. i have a question i have a question <laughs> how did they decide that that ran apparently random old man was the address near the PO box? There was a PO box. Oh box. right, the hidden pages that we were like, oh, he jizzed his pages together. Right, <laughs> yeah, 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 the jizz pages. Okay. So they send twenty-three enormous boxes full of packing snow to this PO box and then stalk the man who picks them up. Wait, hold on. Follow-up question. Jim Carrey wrote the book. Why would you spoil it? That's not a question. No, no, but but like that's but but how did the PO box of the old man get in the book? Because the old man published it. But why did he go, I better put my P.O. box in here in case anyone wants to send me some boxes? That's not how books work. You can't get like an author's <laughs> address just from opening the books that they write. Yeah, Maybe if you circles no, like... every 23rd. <laughs> the book didn't really make sense to begin with. And it wasn't... Like, they would have researched the publishing house, the copyright date. There was none of that. It was just a random-ass book that some dude typed out and then placed one copy up in a bookshop. Fair. Okay, so they find... Every day, this man comes into yeah. this bookshop and puts it out on display prominently. And the rest of the staff are like, please stop putting that in the book out. The staff are to be fair, when I worked in a bookshop, there was a guy that would come in at the end of every day, like, literally two minutes before we closed and would pick up the same John Lennon bio biography off a shelf on the second floor and you would literally just have to run at him <laughs> to get him out. Like it, You'd like tackle him to the ground? It, no, it would just you would go to the far end of the shop and then just walk towards him at speed until he got nervous and put the book down and left. I feel like that's a cutscene <laughs> from this movie. Yeah. Jim Carrey goes to a bookshop to try and find his copy of the book and then Morton just comes around a corner going I'm doing a humorous walking animate like, not animation. EJ, let's press on. Yeah, so we're almost there. So they dig How are we almost there? There was so much more film uh, after the I'm boxes. I'm going to skip a lot of it. You so it's not the guy that may or may not be fucking his wife. Yeah, he's not that important because like, they really because never follow he, up on that. Yeah, it, was, it didn't matter. It didn't need to be in there at all. That's true. So he was in a flashback. But the guy in the that book, they... A flashing back. The guy who owns a post box... Um, commits suicide. He cuts book. his own throat in front of them. He does. And uh, Walter takes his son away, and the wife stays there and is like, oh, I'll take care of it, don't worry. And that's when they start circling the words, and that's when they go dig up a skeleton. But since nobody in this film has cell phones, they have to drive to a phone on the side of the road and call the cops. <laughs> and then by the time they get back, the skeleton's gone! And then... Um, <clears throat> What else happens? Oh yeah. Then they find Walter out. Walter figures out that his wife moved the skeleton. Yes. And he's like, "You wrote the book." And she's like, "I moved the skeleton, but you wrote the book." <laughs> <laughs> and she had gone to the old asylum. And 
dug up an uh, army box full of the original manuscript and a saxophone <laughs> and all of this random crap. And, and then Walter's like, oh shit, you're trying to make me insane. And then he like goes to a hotel and stays in the room 23 and then peels all the wallpaper off the walls and realizes that he was there the whole time. And then also realizes that it was actually his life and he wrote the book and he killed someone and then he jumped out of a window and hit his head and forgot everything and then <laughs> and then got better <laughs> and then passed the number 23 obsession off to the other guy who was the old man was the old man and he was a doctor and then the old man published the book kind of and then his wife didn't know about his past but she and then or, she found the book and then uh, it's all so she fucking was stupid. Next to a mental asylum. They I had to meet you. Walking in the road. No, because she was turning. Oh, I don't know then. And yeah, so they and then he like he's in the hotel room and he's realizing all this stuff and then she comes in and she's like, if "You're not a killer. If you're a killer, kill me." And then he's like, "Oh, I can't. I love you too much." Also. I don't really want to. And then he runs out into the road, and then the dog is like, I want to watch you get hit by this bus. <laughs> <laughs> and then his son is like, Dad, I exist. And he's like, oh, yeah, okay, fine. Turns out I wasn't in the middle of the road the yeah. whole time. And then he, like, hugs his, his family, and then, uh... Oh, yeah, he turns himself in and goes to jail. Yeah. He wants to teach his son the end. And exonerates the guy that was put in jail for... Yeah. Killing the woman, that doesn't really matter. Yeah. Yeah. The guy from Lost. Yeah. Yeah. Jacob. Excellent. He okay. Was, he was sleeping with his girlfriend at the start of the film. Yes. Well, at the start of the yeah. time. Of his weird, his British kink girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so, uh, who, who would like to talk about their thoughts on the number 23? Shay, I, I feel no. like as the person who strongly no. recommended this film. Yes, yes. Okay. I, I want to I tell two stories, because... I don't want this to happen with this film. <laughs> <laughs> I think it already happened. Too late. So, two times when I lived with people. <laughs> <laughs> one time I was like, I'm gonna watch the film Magic in the, the Moonlight. The <laughs> I'm gonna watch the film Magic in the Moonlight to one of my flatmates. And they said, Oh my god, I really wanna watch it. I was like, Why? It's going to be bad. I'm watching it out of curiosity. It's going to be bad. And then she proceeded to tell everyone in the flat to come watch this film with us. <laughs> and then after it was done, and it was terrible, everyone was like, Shay, why did you make us watch <laughs> Magic in the Moonlight? And I'm like, no, I didn't do that. Another time, everyone was hungover and was like, let's watch a film that would be easy. And I was like, oh, I haven't seen this film, but his previous film was very relaxing, so let's watch Mon Uncle. And people weren't happy about that choice. <laughs> and then every time they see me, they go, don't let Shay choose a film because they choose Mon Uncle and Magic in the Moonlight. Yeah, and I think this was an excellent again. film choice. Yeah, I feel like while, while this I film was want... not good, I think we made the right decision. <laughs> yeah. Like, from a content standpoint alone, you know, we're getting some real hot, spicy, the number 23 takes. I am glad I've seen it. <laughs> Agreed. I'm looking at Jim Carrey in a whole new light. It's mostly... Is it the light that reflects off the dog's collar? <laughs> I was going to go with the oversaturated white bloom of the flashback sequences. 
or the light through the wardrobe crack of the door as oh, his would... mum kills herself and uh, his dad kills himself. And he's inexplicably an adult yeah. in that scene. Yeah. He's a boy later on in the flashback though. Uh... So you you didn't you finished you were saying so that you didn't want to yeah. be blamed for this film. Yeah. You're not we're not blaming you, Shay. <laughs> Wait, but you, you were like <laughs> You recommend <laughs> thank you, guys. Yeah, you were the one that put it into on, on the docket. You were just like, hey, here's a film that we could watch potentially. Query? I was like, here's some good films, but I know I should present trash to you guys. Because you're all trash people. We do love trash. <laughs> and all of you went yes. Yes, please, for the trash. Yes. <laughs> Not the good films. Oh, and... So I just said I, I wasn't... I, I did vote you voted for Black Cat, White Cat. Uh, yeah, which everyone else did not... Everyone was like, no, not Black Cat, White Cat. <laughs> so you're, you're basically... The only person coming out of this with any integrity is Owen. Yes. Well, it's kind of a normal situation anyway. So. <laughs> He's unimpeachable. You can't that that is my friendship with Owen. He's always come out with more integrity. <laughs> <laughs> Morton, what did you make of the number 23? So my GCSE maths coursework. Oh God! We um, we got like free reign to pick a statistics like investigation. And I decided that I was going to see if you could determine the complexity of a book on its reading age, kind of thing, of its intended audience by oh my God. counting the number of words in its first sentence. Oh God. Counting the average length of each word in its first sentence and seeing if there was some correlation of that. And after about four weeks of just counting the words in the first sentences of random books. It was before computers. It was in like a blue gridded tech, uh, like maths exercise book. book. Yeah, yeah. My maths, maths teacher just sat me down and they were like, what, what are you doing? <laughs> what purpose does this serve? You just have a book of numbers and book titles next to it. He's like, what are you trying to prove? And I was like, I don't know. And he was, he was like, you realise this is costing you your grade? And I was like, how do you mean? And he was like, you were predicted to get an A star in maths in GCSE. That's not happening now. <laughs> Because of this coursework. And I feel that I found my new nightmare. Like, no longer will I have nightmares about my dissertation. I will now, thanks to this film, have nightmares about my maths GCSE coursework. Which is even further back. Wait, so what happened? So thank you for that, Shay. Did you prove that it was actually... I proved nothing! I proved nothing with that maths coursework. You're still doing it! I also proved nothing... With my history degree dissertation as well. Well, I don't want to say that like you've taken us off track here, but I feel like we're not really talking about the film as we're such. We're talking about investigating numbers in books. <laughs> Ostensibly, just, we just, are, but I feel like we've drifted. It's a concept podcast. That was twenty-two letters. <laughs> now he's counting. <laughs> <laughs> If you're right, this is going to be the greatest moment in the history of our show. Oh, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's 18 again. Ah! But 1 plus 8 is 9. It's 18 keeps on cropping up. Yeah, it's almost worrying. Brigitte, what did you make oh. of the number 23? You've just, I just want to say, as a newcomer to the show, you've just seen the barrier of entry of what counts on commentary oh. for this podcast. So, really, there's no pressure. Like, oh. 
If you can manage words, that's great. I'm sorry, you just got an incredible insight into my life <laughs> and my own paranoia, which again is perfectly applicable. It's to thematically this appropriate, film. but it doesn't yeah. make for great listening. <laughs> Brigitte, please, you have the mic. I feel like it heavily supports graffiti. Yes. And they all really like, yeah, they just destroyed walls. Did you feel inspired by that? Kind of. Okay. Um, but I think I'll lose my deposit. <laughs> Got it. EJ. Yes. What, what, did you, what did you make of the film? Um, I didn't make a lot of it. I thought it was entertaining. I was very glad to have watched it in a group setting. Indeed. Uh, it was definitely a wild ride. I'll give it that. Yeah. Really genuinely didn't know how it was going to end. As I recall, the back of the box claims it's mind-bending. I'd agree with that. Yeah? Did your mind feel like it bent? Yeah. It also had a sentence start with, The nightmare begins when... And that was the second <laughs> sentence of the synopsis, which is mostly what sold it for me. The bit at the end when he's like, I'm a killer. That means I've killed someone. <laughs> Yeah, the writing wasn't stellar. Wasn't I wouldn't say this is the best Neither case. was the directing. No. Nor the acting. This is not the finest in the Joel Schumacher. Here's a question for no, the room. Yeah. Which would did you prefer? Did you prefer this or Joel Schumacher's take on the Phantom of the Opera? I love the Phantom of the Opera. It was so ridiculous. We should have double billed it with that. I'm I'm not seeing Phantom. Oh my god, you'd love Phantom of the it's Opera. It's fucking te- I mean you love Mamma Mia too, so hey. That Anything's dude, possible. Hot, you don't know that is Gerard Butler. Yeah, I know, but only when he has a mask. He can't sing, hot. and he plays the Phantom. How am I not aware of this? How, How are you are not we aware? Not this as right in, now? As in the one that probably came out when we were teenagers. Yeah, right? that one. That was Joel Schumacher with Gerard Butler. Yeah. It came out a year before this. Yeah. <laughs> You would have seen this and just thought Joel Schumacher can go no higher and then guys, wham! Guys, Say what you will about Joel Schumacher. Are we ready to double bill this right now? <laughs> no. No, it's not. I've run out of cider. I'm not going to watch The Phantom of the Opera with by Joel Schumacher. It's... I will say it's very bad. It's so good. It's awful. We need to watch it. it you know what thing it does in that movie is? They, they, they have a thing where there's musical sequences and they decide to do cuts in the edit, not on the beat. Yeah, I know. It's awful. It's amazing. Oh. Sorry, Shay, you had words to can, say. Can, can I ask, is, because I remember really liking the film Phone Booth by Joel Schumacher. It's a solid film. That's a good film? Okay, I was wondering. That's the only... We rewatched it recently, it's That's... good fun. Who's the guy in the phone booth in that? Colin Farrell. Ah, uh, yeah. And Keith that Sutherland. That movie was a wild ride. Colin Farrell's a good actor. You should Falling Down. Yeah, Falling Down's great. That's great. Oh, Falling Down, you showed me that shit. I think I did, yeah. Yeah? What's his most recent film? Uh, uh no idea. Phantom of the Opera? No, he's something to forget. Well, he's done oh, yeah. something very recently. Oh. The Shoe. We've got people on the case. But you, you generally feel satisfied with your viewing experience of the number 23? I do. Um, if I'd seen it in a cinema, I think it would have been... Um, much less so. I mean, I feel like if we'd seen this in the same circumstances that we saw, like, last Christmas, where we were the only people in the cinema and had oh, free wine... Nuts. Yeah, you go, there, there, that's the right kind of cinema-going experience. Yeah. <laughs> Owen, come on. You haven't done your final thoughts. I'll tell you what, since Owen needs to leave, we'll now crash headlong into final thoughts. Owen, since you're the person who's heading for the door, final thoughts is basically the mirror of uh, one-line hot takes. 
So you basically, after the discussion, maybe you've changed your opinion about the number 23 in a single word phrase or noises coming out of your mouth or whatever. How do you, how do you feel about the film? I, I really just want to understand like pink backwards. Like if you, if you reverse it, what do you get? What colour? Nip. I don't know. Question for the listener. Oh, I see. You're you're provoking conversation with the with our fans who definitely listen, don't you guys? Um, thank you, Owen. That was wonderful. Leave a review on iTunes with your answer to the question. In, yes, we are on iTunes. I keep forgetting. Are we, really? we do. Like a third of our listenership has come through the RSS feed, which does go to iTunes. Three people. Like a thousand people. We have a thousand listeners? We've had nearly 3,000 listens all said and done. Who the fuck is listening I don't know. It's like, you know, please tweet at us. I'm really very confused fans of like really obscure shits that are just like, why do these people destroy what I love? People who love wicking out, listen to Heard You Saw. Joel Schumacher estimates he's had up to 20,000 sexual partners. This is not, this is not what his most recent film is. I thought that's what you were looking up. Look at this man. This dude is old! Oh god! He is older than I thought! That's I, not even possible! I imagined he was more of a dude bro! Cause he's like, Hey, I'm Joel Schumacher, I play track. What? No, he's not like that, he's, he's an old yeah, gay guy. He did the best guy. Batman films. Can't see Elmo's fire? Guys! Oh. Why do you have a timer going? Oh, uh, to tell me, get off your phone. Oh, sorry. Oh. I'm now skipping you through to see his filmography. No, no, apologies. Okay, uh, Brigitte. Whoa. You're. Oh, 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 that's some hair. That's happening. This guy has not had sex with that many people. I think he has. Brigitte, your final thoughts on the number 23, please. Oh, we're just going straight to final thoughts. Yes, we're crashing into final thoughts. He did the whiz? I think. He also did a 1983 film with Mr. T called DC. He didn't do the whiz. No. Um, Goddamn. Um, Sydney Lumet did the whiz. Maybe he produced it. Brigitte, final thoughts? Uh, I thought the dialogue made it iconically awful, but good. And I love Ned. You love Ned? Yeah. It's true. He was a very triangular dog. I was a fan. <laughs> oh, guys, he also directed the movie called Twelve. What does that mean? <laughs> Mort- the, uh, the most recent film is called Trespass. Morton, can I have your final thoughts on the number 23, please? No, um, I don't no. have any more thoughts. <laughs> it's literally destroyed my brain. You, you I think this is the most beaten. About your own Matthew City, I'm not going well, to film. No, again, as well. To digress somewhat, I told oh, you. I told somewhat. you what I have spent my day doing today. What I have spent my week doing. Oh my gosh, can't Figuring out the fucking oh. mileage of the companies that I work for, taxis for the last tax year. And you showed me a film about a man that gets obsessed with numbers. Yeah. It all adds up to 23 at the end. Morton has been very bigly triggered. Morton, you did bring up a very excellent thought, though. Um, during the film, I ruined it for me, was you said uh, it should have been Nicolas Cage. It definitely should have been Nicolas Cage. I say that in every film, though, just on the boat that it lands. Titanic, it should have been Nicolas Cage. Oh, Nicholas Cage was the Phantom! Can you imagine? I, I can't... Im- For some reason, when I try and think of the concept of Nicholas Cage singing, my brain just goes, that's not... that That's not a thing. He plays the girl in that. He, he plays Christine in Phantom of the Unprompted Gerard Butler. Ha! <laughs> Alright, Shay. Final thoughts. Actually, wait, no. You get to go last. EJ. Yes. Final thoughts. Phantom of the Opera is our next film. 
Okay, it's on the docket. Sean, if you're listening, add it to the docket. I know the docket only exists in our exist. minds and our hearts, but, you know, we'll do it. Shay, your final thoughts on the number 23. Um, there's a, there's a not very good screenwriting book called Save the Cat, when it's like, hey, you should make sure that your characters don't want to harm animals to make people like them. This film begins with this guy going, I'm, I'm going to kill a dog. I'm going to fucking <laughs> murder that to go, dog. Hey, we should, we should empathize with this dude. Yeah. Yeah, that is weird. It is very weird. Because normally the kill the... He's a murderer. He's a murderer, yeah. We shouldn't empathize with him. Well, it's the TV trope of, like, you have the kill the dog moment, which is, like, meant to exemplify a moral event horizon. By the way, guys, just to let you know that if I was to stop the recording oh. now, we're at 36. Oh. Which is 23 times 2! So for my final thoughts... No, it's not. Oh, it's not. Oh, I couldn't numbers. No, we, there's not another 10 minutes of content in this in this cast. Can you just make you say that, a 10 minute long Wait, wait, wait. I, I'm trying to just do the numbers in my head. Wait, 3 plus 6 is 9. Let's watch it live and review it. What's this? He directed the music video for Kiss from a Rose. What? Okay. He's got quite the career. He has, and 20,000 sexual partners. I can't believe he's 80. I mean, I can't believe he's 20,000 sexual partners. He's going to be getting on. Well, yeah, but how many is that per year? Like, how much? I was going to say. That's what he screams when he orgasms. Here's the question How much, what percentage of his life has has, um, Joel Schumacher spent having sex with people? 23%. people per year. If he's eight, I don't have the number. This okay, has been wait, a very yeah, numbers okay, heavy yeah, episode, and I'm not good at that. Five hundred a year for eighty years? No, not eighty. Start him off at least. Oh, like... right, are we starting? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so he's eighty. When are we saying he started? Let's we can read the article. Okay, if you so want. We'll we don't want to read the article. So that would give us facts. This is not a facts-based podcast. Times by three hundred and sixty-five point two five. What? Leap years. No, that's not <laughs> so he's had twenty-three thousand seven hundred. Twenty-three. Oh! oh! 